And whenever TNWO says those two words, made famous by the Hall of Famer Scott Hall, it gets our blood flowing here each and every night here on our shows here on the radio network. And ladies and gentlemen, in addition to our wrestling news and views and history and birthdays, tonight we'll be bringing you simply some wrestling extras. We may throw out one or two things. We may even throw out three or four. You never know what we'll have on the table, but we'll bring it here to everyone's attention here tonight. Plus, also, ladies and gentlemen, the WWUS Radio Network Group Tour continues to make continues to go around all the groups in the radio network, and we're actually doubling up on some of these groups here, folks. As tonight, ladies and gentlemen, you can say to say the Wolfpack comes home. Uh, yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, it is. I am talking about, of course, a group dedicated to the infamous New World Order, NWOUS Forever for Life. Of course, GTS, I think, that's his, I think this is his favorite group. I'm not too much mistaken. <laughs> you got that right, buddy. Yes, right. Yes, sir. And if you want to watch our live video feed from NWUS here tonight, you can go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash, and Gerard loves this from part two, NWOUS, and number four, the word life. Yes, sir. Indeed, indeed. <clears throat> but if you want to simply chime in through talkshoot.com and just put in your thoughts and opinions on the chat box, uh, of course, along with our buddy here, the human surface machine, John Gross, there's one man here that can tell you how to do that. That's the main man right here tonight, TNWO, uh, GTS. Uh, how can they pop over here on talk shoes, then, my friend? One seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. The ID number is 138-521. Press pound, press one. You can talk to us or listen to us right now. What are you waiting for? That's exactly what I always like to know. What are you waiting for here, folks? And so, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and not waste any time and dive right on and get the Wolfpack started tonight with, of course, our Wrestling News and View segment. And, of course, leading the charge on that is, of course, one half of King Ice, <clears throat> King NWO himself, GTS. What we have on top, GTS, in the wrestling news scene tonight. The only thing we, the only thing we have on top is beer, but... Uh, for wrestling, we'll have to go dive into that right now. Yes. Uh, Sanjay Dutt has signed up to work full-time with Impact Wrestling as a producer and as part of Jeff Jarrett's inner circle despite having a job offer from WWE on the table. According to PW Insider, we noted that Dutt recently worked at WWE Performance Center as a guest coach. He also worked as a producer. He was offered a full-time job with WWE, but accepting the job would have been required him to move his family to Florida. That's why he turned down the job. He didn't want to move his daughters and forced his wife to give up her job. Dot has an offer from ROH to sign with them as a wrestler. But wait, there's more. <laughs> As noted, WWE 
announced on Wednesday that Simon Gotch of the Vault Villains has been released in the company after apparently requested his release. The Wrestling Reserver Newsletter reports that former partner Aiden English is scheduled to receive a push coming out of the breakup of the VOD villains. Regarding Gotch's departure, there's been speculation speculation on his release ever since the backstage fight with Sin Cara in the summer of 2016. The fight was said to be a one-sided destruction by Cara. It was reported at the time Gotch most sometimes got people mad at him. Zover noted this week that Gotch's personality rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. And that will get you future endeavors. You got that right. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's all I got for the news. Okay. Thank you very much there, uh, GTS. So, of course, GTS, along with his regular partner, the Iceman, Jared DiGiromo, is King Ice, your 2017 Hall of Fame news tag team. They're bringing all the news that's fit to print. And, of course, if it doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. But GTS here, he always, and I mean always here, folks, has the best way possible. Is it fuck you, Roman? Because... That comes up. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, super glue and duct tape. Never beat that old-fashioned combination. Uh, also here, folks, we have Guest 5 joining here with joining us here this evening on the chat box. Uh, welcome, Guest 5, to episode 93 of Wolfpack. Uh, I'm, of course, Mr. WWS Chad Henshaw, along with King of WOGTS Gerard T. Smith. And uh, forgive me if I get, the, I hope I get these nicknames uh, correct here, folks. Uh, uh, we have also uh, for, uh, f- uh, friends of uh, friends of GTS and uh, the Black Widow, Michelle and Dodds, uh, Heavy Metal and the Wolf Queen. Absolutely perfect, partner. Thank you. How's Thank you, you my, hey, sometimes my brain don't work the way. It doesn't work the way it won't. I want it to, but hey, I'm glad I, I'm glad I remember hearing that. Uh, I appreciate it, sir. Thank you. Also, on the chat box, in the suplex machine, John Gross is with us as well. So, guest five, we'd love to hear what you have to say here on everything uh, uh, going on here tonight. If you have any thoughts and opinions, please feel free to let us know. And speaking of the human suplex machine, let's go and see what he has on tap for the rest of history for today, which is April the 6th. And some of the stuff y'all, y'all might remember, some might not, but uh, this, this is some good reminiscing here. I love when we do the history part because there's some great reminiscing here, some great wrestling moments. 38 years ago today, which if we put it at uh, 19, I want to say, 19, oh, let's say 1979, I do believe. Yes, that's yes, indeed. Abdul the Butcher defeated the late Jumbo Saruta to win the All Japan Pro Wrestling Championship Carnival. My goodness. 32 years ago today, this is an infamous moment we've talked about here on the show several times. Uh, 32 years ago, I put it at 1985. Yes. 
Ken Patera and Masa Saido are arrested in Waukesha, Wisconsin, following an incident where he threw a rock at a window outside of a McDonald's restaurant after being refused service after business hours. He was founded by police in a hotel room a few hours later with Saido. When police went to the room to question him regarding the incident, the two men assaulted the arresting officers until other police officers arrived. In June of 1985, the two men were convicted of battery of a police officer and were sentenced to two years in prison. Patera would return to the WWF in 1987. Huh. Uh, 20 years ago today, we put it in 1997, WCW presented Spring Stampede from the Tupelo Coliseum in Tupelo, Mississippi. Yes. 8,356 were in attendance with 210,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. It's up from 115,000 homes for Spring Stampede in 1994, the last time the event was done. But it is down from 325,000 buys for Uncensored the previous month. The show is infamously noted for Booker T's very, and I think everyone remembers this here too, very bad slip of the tongue when he called Hulk Hogan the N-word. Everyone remembers that moment, yes. Uh, 19 years ago today, which we put it at 1998, yes, on Monday Night Raw, Steve Austin would surprise Vince McMahon as Austin was trying to join Vince's camp, but Austin surprised Vince by taking off his suit and tie and hitting Vince in his never regions. Ooh, yeah. I think we all remember that moment, yes. <laughs> the power suit there, I think it was, right? Yeah. 15 years ago today, we put it at 2002, in Salt Lake City, Utah, William Regal defeated Bubba Ray Dudley to win the hardcore title, only to lose it to Goldust, who in turn lost it to Raven, and then all of a sudden lost it back to Bubba Ray Dudley. It was all on the same night. Ain't that something? <laughs> uh, eight years ago today, we put it at 2009, WWE presented Monday Night Raw from the Toyota Center in Houston, Texas. It was Ricky Steamboat's first ever in-ring debut on Raw, as he teamed up with John Cena, Jeff Hardy, CM Punk, and Rey Mysterio to defeat the team of Chris Jericho, Kane, Big Show, Edge, and Matt Hardy. And also, Batista would make his return when he saved Triple H and the McMahons against Legacy. I remember that moment. That was a big-time moment. Three years ago today, we put it at 2014, WWE presented WrestleMania 30 from the Mercedes-Benz Superdome in New Orleans. 75,167 were in attendance with only a combined 1,357,000 homes watching on pay-per-view and the WWE Network. 667,000 were network subscribers and 690,000 were home buys. Wow, my goodness. With 10.9 million in, in, in ticket sales, WWE for the fifth consecutive year broke the building's entertainment event record. Wow. Again, wow. My goodness. Hmm. In a pre-show match, the Usos retained the tag team titles in a fatal four-way match over Los Matadores, the Real Americans, and Rybaxel. Daniel Bryan defeated Triple H to win a spot in the WWE World Heavyweight Championship match. Triple H was being accompanied to the ring, I do remember this, by Alexa Bliss, Sasha Banks, and Charlotte. Work before that became well known as, as we know him today. The Shield defeated the New Age Outlaws and Kane. This was the first time the New Age Outlaws teamed up at a WrestleMania since 1998. This was Roadball's first WrestleMania since 2000, 
and Billy Gunn since Billy Gunn's first WrestleMania since 2002. Cesaro last eliminated the Big Show to win the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. And also, Jonathan I forgot to mention there was an in-ring segment between The Rock, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and yes, Hulk Hogan. This was Steve Austin. Everyone remembers that too, yes. This was Steve Austin's first WrestleMania appearance since 2011, and Hulk Hogan's first WrestleMania appearance since 2005. Also, Hogan would be backstage with both with Mr. T, Roddy Piper, and Paul Orndorff. Right there, folks, you're, you have your main event of the very first WrestleMania right there. John Cena defeated Bray Wyatt. The Hall of Fame inductees were on hand as well. This was Carlos Colon's first WrestleMania appearance, Lita's first WrestleMania appearance since 2006 when she managed Edge in his match against Mick Foley, Mr. T's first WrestleMania appearance since 1986 when he took on Roddy Piper. Paul Bearer was posthumously inducted by his sons. Scott Hall's first WrestleMania appearance since 2002. And Jake Roberts' first WrestleMania appearance since 1996. And also the Ultimate Warriors' first and only WrestleMania appearance since 1996 as well. Unfortunately, though, this would be the last we see of the Ultimate Warrior. A day later, he did his infamous speech, of course, to everyone remembers on Monday Night Raw. But he died the following night of a heart attack, sadly. I hated that, too. We all hated that. Brock Lesnar defeated The Undertaker to finally end the dead man's streak at 21-1. However, Taker rebounded the next year and defeated Bray Wyatt and, also de- and would also defeat Shane McMahon inside Hell in a Cell the year after until his loss to Roman Reigns at this past WrestleMania, at WrestleMania 33 this past Saturday night. A.J. Lee would retain her WWE Divas title in a Vicky Guerrero Invitational match, outlasting Naomi, Cameron, the Battle Twins, Natalia, Eva Marie, Emma, Oksana, Alicia Fox, Summer Rae, Tamina, Rosa Mendez, and Layla. Of course, in, as I said, a Vicky Guerrero Invitational match. And also to end the show, Daniel Bryan defeated Batista and Randy Orton to win the WWE World Heavyweight Championship in a triple threat match. Bryan was the first man to win multiple matches in the same WrestleMania since Randy Savage at WrestleMania 4 in 1988 and the first to win the main event of WrestleMania by submission as Undertaker at WrestleMania 24. And John says that's all he's got for the history and birthday, so we didn't have any wrestling birthdays here for today. So, John, thank you very much for providing the history here tonight. And GTS, as always, sir, thank you as always for providing the wrestling news and views. Uh, GTS, if you wouldn't mind, please, sir, providing the plug. And I have to step out for just a second, so after, after you do so, please feel free for everyone to talk about anything going on in the wrestling world there, and I will be right back. One seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. The ID number is 138-521. Press pound, press one. You can talk to us or listen to us right now. Heavy Metal and The Wolf Queen doing? Oh, we're doing just fine. Sitting back, relaxing, enjoying the show. Well, that is a that is very good. We'll get some. We'll get to some extras uh, very soon here, where you guys can participate. 
That's uh, on this show on on the Revolution. That's what we uh, and Wolfpack. That's what we always do. We do the news and then the history, and then we uh, we do some extras. Cool. That was definitely a lot of information, man. I like that. I love to know. Hey, you, probably, you probably remember some of that, right? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I'm sure yeah. that's what I was sitting here telling Wolf Point. Oh, right on. Right on. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. Good boy. <laughs>
Dick. I'm thinking, I'm thinking. There's smoke coming out of my ears. No, I'm just joking. Uh, there should be, though. But, uh, uh, <laughs> hold on. I know you're a big fan of WCW, so I'm going to try to pick a WCW person. Let me see. Ooh. Very interesting, yes. Dean Malenko. Oh, uh, yes. Or the original Iceman. Uh, yes, indeed. Uh, great competitor, multiple-time champion, of course, the United States, I do believe. And also, I think he held, held the TV belt. Also, I think he held the Cruiserweight belt for a short time. And the tag belt so long, yes, indeed, while he was in the infamous Four Horsemen. Of course, he made a perfect addition to them. Uh, the Man of a Thousand Holds. Uh, oh, he was a dynamite competitor. And of course, he'd go on to some success in WWE. He won, he won the light heavyweight title before they retired it. I think he was the last one, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not sure, but I think he was. No, no, I, no, I think it was... Uh, I could have been right. I think that's right. I'll have to go back and put that up. But, uh, but he's a great competitor all the way, and uh, uh, I truly believe a future Hall of Famer my personal opinion. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, yeah, that, that, that's, that's the best I got on that, but Blinko was a great superstar. <clears throat> uh, let's see, next I will choose, I hate to put her on the spot here on her first night in, but the Wolf Queen. <laughs> oh, here you go. <laughs> put her on the spot. But after, after, Chad, after, she tells you uh, who uh, who you pick. Uh, she told me a great story. I want her to tell you that story after you're done. Okay. All right. Okay. So after after she does her explanation of whoever I pick, she can tell that story. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, let me see here. Let me pick someone interesting here. Uh, is this? Now, Wolf Queen is the sky the lemon here. Do you know anything about uh, past and present? By any chance, the past? Mostly, no, mostly past. Mostly the past. Okay, okay, okay. This might be that's, this might be a bit easy then. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, let's stick with the WCW theme. I think Gerard, I think had a good thing going with that. Let's stick with WCW. Let's bring in. Oh, yeah. Uh, Gerard, I think, will love this one. Buff Daddy. Buff Bagwell. Amazingly talented. His physique was the shit. (laughs) 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 Well. (laughs) And And he became, and after he became a gigolo, so... Yeah. Yeah, he admitted it too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. You got to pick one for me, honey. Oh, let me tell a story. Oh, okay. Yeah. Y'all got to hear this. This is good. 
I'd like to hear this. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. I was in at was. No, you gotta tell them about your how you Okay. Oh, tell tell them about your story that you told me on Tapio. Okay. Um. I was for you to understand everything. Um, I have to explain a little bit about my background. I was raised Pentecostal, which means I can't. Uh, I wasn't allowed to watch TV or a bunch of stuff. You know, we can only listen to the radio, but that's it. Um, right. We would go every summer. To down to my grandparents' house, who lived in uh, Louisiana, Montgomery, Louisiana, and um, my grandfather owned the only convenience store in the whole town. It was only like 500 people that lived in this town. It was like if you blinked, you missed it. And um, we had walked down to the store to get us a coke. Well, I needed to use the bathroom, so I went to the bathroom. And to get to the bathroom, you had to go up like three stairs and then turn and you're in the bathroom. Well, when I came out, there was two guys standing there, and they, I guess they were waiting on me to come out. Well, the first one grabbed me and picked me up, kissed me on the cheek, and passed me off to the second one. And then he kissed me on the cheek and then set me down. And I was like, looking at him like, who are you? Why are you kissing me? Well, when I, and my cousin comes running, right she's like, do you know who that is? Do you know who that is? And I was like, no, who is that? And they said, she goes, the Rock and Roll Express. And I was like, the who? Oh, Lord. <laughs> and I was like, uh, who? And she was like, the Rock and Roll Express. And I was like, I don't know who that is. And she said, oh, that's right. You don't get to watch TV. She said, hurry, grab your coat. Let's go to the house. And I'm going to show you. So we, get, we go back to my grandmother's house. She turns the TV on. This is a Saturday morning. And back then, I was like 12. It played on Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. And um, just so happened when she turned it on, they were in the ring fighting. And I was like, oh, my God, that's who just kissed me. She's like, yeah, that's what I was trying to tell you. <laughs> yeah, but it was, it, was, it was pretty. It was neat. It was, I mean, never forget. It's not my, I'll never forget it. And then, of course, this year they get inducted into the Hall of Fame. To the Hall of Fame, yeah. Uh-huh, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, you should have seen her face. I was like, remember them guys that kissed you? Well, they just went to the Hall of Fame. She's like, good, they did. <laughs> <laughs> like you're not just a little bit biased. Oh, right. wow. Absolutely fantastic. What a great story. A tremendous yeah. story. My special honey. That's the other thing you did. Hmm? Somebody come and try to the other Hmm. Here's another one. Hang on just a second. Listen to this. I was working for Dell at a call center, troubleshooting um, computers, and hmm. I get this call in, and um, I know the Undertaker's real name from whatever, mm-hmm. you know. And I get this call, and, of course, I ask for the service tag number. He gives it to me, and his name pops up. And I was like, Oh my God! This is the Undertaker on the phone. So we had like this instant messenger thing, and I typed in, and the little instant message that went out to everybody in the in the call center, and said, "Look up this service tag number." And there, and it started coming back. My screen started going bling bling bling. That's the Undertaker. That's the Undertaker. I said, "Yeah, I know," but I did not let on to him, you know, that I knew who he was. Sure. But. I just I went ahead and I troubleshooted his computer and stuff and then everybody like come running over to me. Let me talk to him. I was like, no, you don't act like children. 
you know, he called into to a business, not into, you know, someone where they're going to have a bunch of people get on the phone like, oh, I know who you are. Oh, respect. Yeah. Oh, wow. Unbelievable. She's had two brushes with legends. Yes. Yes, I've heard, like I said, everybody here that's been part of our shows here in Gerard can say that, you know, they've had a brush with, with, with uh, you know, meeting some of your top guys in wrestling, past or present. But the funny thing is, and I'll tell this, and Gerard, you've heard me tell this story many times. I am the only one out of everybody who has not met a single wrestling personality at all. I have never met one, ever. Really? I'd like to. Really? But I... Yes, I've been, yeah, I would, but I, I, I have, I mean, uh, I have, I've rarely ever seen any famous people, uh, and now in the world of, now, outside of wrestling, now, now there's a couple other, like, I have a couple other favorites, and I've been to, like, several things where I've actually got to see them, not up close, but, well, as close as you probably going to be able to get, obviously, uh, but, uh, but, but never... A rest, never a wrestling personality. Even if it was an announcer, even if it was a wrestler. I mean, I think the closest thing, I mean, Gerard, I think he would agree, would be probably the ones that we had on Raw Radio, maybe, that called in. That I think JD yeah. was somehow the match. That, that we've had some, we've had some wrestling person, wrestling personalities call in on our on one of our shows here recently. Um, well. Troy, you probably know one of them, Sam Sam Michael Houston, Jake the Snake's half brother. He calls in a lot. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh mm-hmm. man! As a matter of fact, he is in our Hall of Fame this year. Oh, really? That's awesome. And also, in uh, Gerard, I don't want, I want, let me interrupt the game. We'll get back to the game here in just a minute. Let me just do this here. We had one that actually passed away not too long afterwards, but he called into our show, I think, what you are, twice, I think, uh, Manny Villalobos. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Uh, uh, Michael Michael Capetta called in? Yeah, the announcer, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gary Michael Capetta. And just recently, I don't know, Gerard, if you were on when this gentleman called in on Raw Radio just recently, and I don't know how... Our other friend JD does this. Somehow he's able to get a hold of some of these guys. I don't know how, but we even got. I mean, what was it, Gerard? Uh, last month, sometime I think. I don't know if you were on when this gentleman was on or not. Sonny Ono. We got him on our on that on that show last month, sometime I think. It's a raw radio. I don't know which one it was, but I know it was a raw radio that we did it. But, I mean, we've had a small, but that's as close as I've been to talking to actual wrestling personalities. But I have never met one in person at all, period, which is a darn shame. Uh, there's a lot I would like to meet, but, I mean, that's beside the point. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and John John said, actually, he met a couple as well. He said he met Kurt Angle in 2000. And he actually also met, we're talking about Buff Bagwell, he met Buff uh, four years ago. So. The only one I ever met was the Honky Tonk Man. 
I can't remember what his name was. Shake, rattle, and roll. Yeah, pretty much. I was so little, I don't remember it. But yeah, I mean, all I remember is that man. A Rock and Roll Express and The Undertaker. My goodness. Mm-hmm. Impressive. Impressive. Very impressive. Oh, indeed, indeed. Well, I let's say some, we... I got some more, but they're not wrestling related. They're uh, regular. regular rock and roll. One's rock and, uh, rock and roll, and the other one was my mama's best friend, Janis Joplin. Ooh, Janis Joplin. Yeah. Wow. They were they were they were uh friends in high school. Wow. That's fantastic. And um the other rock and roll thing, I had a barbecue with a ZZ Top in my in laws backyard. Holy cow. <laughs> that's yeah. Dad. yeah, that's the one that impressed me the most is ZZ Top. And yeah. I was uh I was actually eight months pregnant with my daughter and um bedridden and my they my now my ex husband came up and got me and told me to know he had a surprise for me. And I was like, What? You know, what's the what's the, what's the big surprise to get me out of the bed? And um he was in front of me when he moved, I seen him standing there, I was like I was like, You're 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 I couldn't even talk. He said, Yes, where's he talk? And I was like but you're you're but you're here, and he's like. And then I found out the story that my uh, ex-father-in-law went to school with them, and they played football growing up. So when they were in town, they came by his house. Oh wow! I was like, okay. Oh, my goodness, fantastic, fantastic. Well, uh. We got to talk some more about this somewhere down the road here, but uh, uh, we might have some time here before the show's over with. Uh, like I said, uh, let's see, who was, let's see, I went to, I you went to the to Queen. Me. Yeah, and I got okay. go yeah. Yeah, um, to Eddie. Yeah, go to HM right there, so go on. <laughs> I'll take that HM, yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Here, Lita. Lita. Uh, yeah. Highly, highly skilled. Great on the mic. Uh, wasn't afraid to mix it up with the boys and get. I've, I've, I've seen that girl take some punishment that was just unreal. You know, uh, beautiful, talented. Yeah, that about covers her. Extreme. Yeah. yeah. I'd have to agree with that. Uh, Gerard, you want to let HM give one to John and I can read what John says about it? Yeah, okay. Uh, All right, HM. What do you think? Yeah, just read one here. Yeah, his name's John, and I, I'll read what he says off of our chat box here. So you're going right ahead. Can you just say, let me come up with something good? Okay. Oh, good. Excellent. Uh, I got it. I got it. The junkyard dog. Okay. All right, John. You heard what 
you you heard the man right there, JYD. Is there any thoughts about him? It might take a couple minutes for him to type it up. The, the, okay. Talk, the talk show chat box is a little bit slow. Uh, yeah. All right, John's guy up here. He's one. Of, he was one of the best guys around. Yes. He wrestled a bunch of stars, like, of course, Greg Valentine and Harley Race. But yep. what a good wrestler he was. He might have more. Hold on one second, because the chat box kind of limits what you can type on it. That might read out on the light, doesn't it? And he, it's just a shame he died way too soon. He could have made a comeback in the Attitude Era. He could have became a member of the Nation of Domination. Yeah. That would have been, that would have been interesting. I never thought about that. That would have. Really been interesting, yeah. The nation thump. There you go. <laughs> yeah, there. Oh, man. Oh, that, was, boy, him that, was, was, that is the wrestler that got me into wrestling was J.Y.D. Yeah. Put him along with, like, Farouk and The Rock and all them? Oh, man. Yeah. That would have been something. Great, great thoughts there, John. Uh, and, and uh, John, do you... Okay, so that means that... Uh, Let's go around one more time, and then we can do uh, some trivia, BTS, if that's okay. Um, well, John will have to give me one, right? Or... Well, yeah. John, thank you one. Thank you superstar. Uh, past or present, Gerard, does it make a difference? Nope. Okay. Past or present there, uh, John, pick one for GTS. Let's see who he picks. It'd be interesting. <laughs> Make it good, John. Yes. Oh, uh, 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 Gerard, I think it's about to. Have, I think it's uh, you have you're about to have a huge smile on your face. <laughs> he picked one of your favorites. He picked Scott Hall. Ah. Oh. Yes. Ah. Ramon. Chico, uh, one of my all-time favorites, uh, what can you say, that guy was golden when he was Razor Ramon, when he joined the NWO, I thought no wrong for Scott Hall, and then he's into the Hall of Fame, so great career for Scott Hall. Yes, indeed. Oh, yeah, definitely. And his son's wrestling too, isn't he? Yeah, Cody Hall. He's actually injured right now. He's in Japan. He's actually part of the Bullet Club. Really? Really? Huh. Huh. Wow, really? Wearing... that's cool. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. Is he wearing some of his father's old gear? Uh, He was, but I I think maybe he got some of his... Uh, some new gear. He was when he first started out. Yeah, he wore his father's old gear, but I think he got some new stuff. But that guy is, uh, you know, he's jacked. He's like six something. He's actually, you know, I watched him from his early career, some YouTube videos, and he wasn't very good. He he tried, and you know, Scott Hall was training him or whatever, and. He wasn't very good, but uh, he just kept at it and 
kept at it. So, uh, and then he joined the Bullet Club as a prospect, but then he got injured. So, uh, hopefully, when he comes back, he can he can be back in the Bullet Club and back in New Japan wrestling. So, <clears throat> you think WWE may have a chance of getting him in? Well, actually, they wanted to right away, and he said no because he wasn't ready. Right. Uh, he oh, wants okay. to hone his skills a little bit. Uh, I bet you WWE comes calling. Yeah. That'd be great to have another son of a superstar in there. That'd be great. Okay, my man. You're up next. All right. Um, I go to... No, it's actually you. Uh, you're up next. You're going right, go to go to... Pick for me. Yeah, that's what I meant to say, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. uh, uh. <laughs> this is going to be good. I want it to, uh, oh, you want it to be good, eh? Uh, let me see. Well, let me see. Whatever you got. Yeah. Um, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to think. Uh, some old. Uh, WCW guys. I'm trying to think huh. here. Oh, Arn Anderson. Oh, yes. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. What can you say? Double A, the enforcer, was the, the man who pinned the name the Four Horsemen. Yes, indeed. Uh, of course, glad to see him in the Hall of Fame as a member of the Four Horsemen. Uh, it was great, of course, along with Telly and the Brain Busters during their run in the WF back in the day. Got to hold the tag belts there for a while. Uh, <clears throat> uh, sad part about it is, uh, neck injury, of course, kind of ended that uh, career. But let me tell you something. If he was still in his prime today, man, he could whip the tail of half the, half the roster right now, I'm sure. But I got to say, his spine buster is still one of the best. Indeed, of course. Hey, Triple H uses it more often than pretty much anybody, Tri- I think, right? Triple H. Uh, Bobby Roode uses it, too. Right, right, right. And it's by far, one of the, yeah, like you said, one of the best moves ever, my personal opinion. Uh, as he, but he's often also used a figure four, too, but it's not really as good as flares, though, is it? Uh, not really, but it's pretty close. Pretty close, yeah. Uh, but still no one like, can be as good as Flair, though. You, you're absolutely right. I would agree with that. Definitely would agree. But Art Anderson is right next to him there. Right next to him, indeed. But glad to see, like, glad to see, glad to see him. Of course, like I said, in the Hall of Fame with the other, with Flair, Dylan Blanchard, and Barry Windham. Um, of course, are well deserved. Uh, of course, uh, you'll have, you'll, have a, you'll never have another double A. And I know you had all A, but the original double A was the double A, in my opinion. Austin Aries is good, but Arn Anderson is still like Flair. He is the man. Yes. <clears throat> uh, Okay, let's see. Let's put the Wolf Queen back on the hot seat. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, let's see. She mentioned the past. We can go back to the past a little bit. Uh, actually watching um, um, WrestleMania 6 uh, the other day. Um, Of course, he was very. Of course, he was very good. Uh, well, I'll give my opinion about that later because this, this this is your turn right here to talk about it. Also, would have to say another man who was just put into the Hall of Fame here this weekend, this past weekend, the one and the only, the late Ravishing Rick Rude. Oh. I know you know who he is. Troy says he's, he's, he says I know who he is, but for, I can't. Hang Simply, on. Rag, Simply ravishing. He wore. Oh my he God. He sweat hogs. Yeah. He's the one that used to do that round. <laughs> Put his hands on that skip and. That. That yeah, yeah. Well, that's right. He used to have uh, the wrestler's girlfriends or wives on his tights. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like Jake Roberts one too. That was the biggest. Oh boy. He was a good wrestler, but as far as all the others, he was very unique. Yeah, it's Royce calling. I'll call him back. Okay. Yeah. Of course, and before you go further, there, Will Quinn. Quinn, I got to mention one quick thing about Rude. Everyone saw that his family inducted. Uh, of course, Ricky Steamboat inducted Rude into the Hall of Fame. But of course, his family accepted. His son, talk about a big boy. I mean, cool. I mean, did y'all happen to catch the Hall of Fame ceremony? Um, um, we don't have cable, unfortunately. Yeah, but, we didn't uh, get to see it. We can't but, get a disc because uh, the apartments won't let us put one outside our apartment. So we're kind of screwed. Yeah. But uh, we're not talking to y'all about wrestling. That and with chat threads is the only way I get my wrestling, so I'm all about listening. Trust me. Oh, okay. Well, uh, but you'll definitely, like I said, uh, uh, you'll you definitely see. He almost looks kind of similar to uh, to Rude and to, to to Rick Rude in a way, and all that. I mean, he's about as he's about as tall as as Rude used to be, of course. But uh, he's a big boy. I mean it. I thought I heard something at one point that I thought he was never he was going to end up trying to go like do like his dad and wrestle, but I don't think he ever got into it. So but uh, but it's still a great but still really is a great competitor and I was I always ask Gerard this question. Gerard, does it pay to be rude? It always pays to be rude. <laughs> Um, okay. hey, y'all go ahead and proceed on a little bit further, and I got stuff for just a couple more minutes. So uh, I think we'll quit. It's your turn to pick one for HM there. So you go on right yep. ahead there, folks, and uh, you go ahead and proceed doing that, and I will be right back. Oh, right, 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 Owen Hart. Owen Hart. Owen Hart. Tragedy would be the first word that comes to mind. Uh, but 
very, very technically sound. Just an awesome, awesome uh, performer to watch. Always left 100, 110% in the ring whenever he was in there. Uh, just, a, just a horrible, horrible tragedy with a career cut way too short. That was uh, very good. Thank you. Thought I lost y'all for a minute there. Got off for quiet. Maybe that was everybody giving that moment a silence. Ah, well, I was just I was listening. Uh, yeah, you're right. Owen Hart was a great technical wrestler. He was uh, he was something. Yeah, he was definitely something to watch. That was a good one, honey. I'm back. Sorry about that, folks. Welcome back. Thank you, Thank you. Uh, hang on. I'll come up with something something interesting. Uh, sure. Let me think. Let's, we've, been, we've been delving into the past. Let's jump back up to the future. Shinsuke Nakamura. Oh, oh, okay. So, so you're you're talking you're aiming this to John. Yeah. Okay, John HM has selected for you Shinsuke Nakamura. I, I can never hardly ever say his first name right. Now, I, I can once in a while get it right, but something Gerard can tell you. Sometimes I've screwed up that that guy's first name, haven't I? And uh, yeah. Sometimes I say Shinsuke. I don't know why I want to say that. <laughs> oh, my son actually corrected me. That's what I thought it was with Shinsuke. He said, no, the unit <laughs> is silent, Shin Shinsuke. I'm like, okay, now I don't sound like an idiot. That's cool. Well, I, well, I wouldn't mind eating some Japanese food, but, I mean, hey, that's besides the point. <laughs> <laughs> I just call him Nakamura because, I mean, he's cool. I mean, yeah. he's cool. Yeah. Uh, anyway, John's got right here. Uh, uh, Nakamura, what can John, John says, what can he say about him? He came on to NXT, burst into the scene, won NXT title. I think he won it twice, if I'm not mistaken. And then he comes to the main roster just two nights after WrestleMania. What will he bring to SmackDown is the question. I hope he brings a whole lot to SmackDown. <laughs> but, yeah, me too. We're talking about doing that. Gerard, that shake-up thing that Vince McMahon talked about on Monday night, uh, yeah. uh, this is going to be interesting to see who's going to be involved in, the, in that in that little draft that you're supposed to be having on that, too. Uh, so has everybody gone around? Um, no, once? John needs a name one for me. You keep John forgetting me, for Dad. No, I, I'm trying not to. You know I don't do that on purpose. No, come on, man. <laughs> no, come on. All right, John, pick one for GTS. It's his turn. Ah. Uh, I think John is mentioning to you, Gerard, to let it uh, sink in, baby. He's Y2J. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Chris Jericho. Wow. Yeah. Uh, 
the gift of Jericho, drink it in, baby. What can yeah. I say about this man? Uh, this man is legendary. He's like 46 or 40-something years old. He's been going on forever. It seems like, uh, you know, he he had a great uh, ECW career, great WCW career, great WWE career. He's a singer in Fozzie. He just he does it all. He's great at everything. He invented everything, <laughs> uh, and everything he says is golden in my books. Yes, indeed. I would agree. I definitely would agree with that. Uh, great, go, great um, hot seats there, for folks. Is that what I like to call it here? Uh, we got some more time to kill. Um, is everybody up for a little trivia? Sure, sure. Can't say I'll be very good at it. But Me yeah. either. It's been, been out, of, out of touch too long, but we'll give our best shot. Okay, well, like I said, it's fun if we even guess that. That's okay. GTS, uh, uh, let me see here. If I could find something of interest, uh, do you have a particular topic in wrestling in mind that you would like to uh, uh, bring in on our folks here? Um, anything in particular? Uh, let see what you can find. Uh, maybe some older stuff or something. Okay. Uh well, I don't know how to say here, but I want to make sure that everyone gets an opportunity there, of course. Uh, well, let's see, WWF past and WWE present. That's a good category. Let's see what we have. Uh, 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 hmm. Well, that is... That is, let me see. All right. This one here is... Uh, Ooh, okay, okay. We haven't done this one here. I think Gerard might be interested in this. It's, a, it's, a, it's supposed to be a continuation of a set that was done here, but I can't find the first part of it. But it's supposed to be about invasions in pro wrestling. You Right here we have a glimpse at the NWO and its past of dominance in WCW. Yeah, let's do that one. Okay. And I will I will tell you these questions are tough. Uh, there are ten questions apiece. There are ten questions. The average score is five out of ten. Now, uh, heavy metal and Wolf Queen. Let me tell you about these questions. Uh, I can't give you the answer until after all the questions have been answered. So I then will I will go back up and uh, and let you know because because that's how this that's how this particular trivia page works. Um, so, so, so like I said, you'll have, like I said, you just give your thoughts on what you think the answer is, and like I said, that we'll all, like I said, it's Gerard and John and both of y'all will answer. I'm just going to read the questions. I'm not going to be involved in answering, because that wouldn't be fair if I'm, if I'm asking the questions, too. So, uh, <clears throat> but like I said, we'll give you the answers at the end after all 10 questions have been asked. Okay, is everyone right. cool? Everyone's yeah. good? Okay. Yeah. All right. Average average score is 5 out of 10. Let's see if we can do a little bit better than that. GTS, I'll start with you with this very first question. The New World Order, of course, popular, popularly stylized as NWO, 
the New World Order concept, that of a tough, no-nonsense street gang that attempted to take over WCW, came to WCW Executive Vice President Eric Bischoff. Where did he gain inspiration for this angle? And there are four choices. Japan. Well, I didn't have to go that far from watching a New Japan Pro Wrestling show. Okay. Uh, Heavy Metal, do you need choices or or do you think Yeah, I definitely need choices. Okay. Was it from the WWF? They sold him the idea from watching a New Japan Pro Wrestling show from from, from his two wrestlers, Hall and Nash, or from watching a military documentary TV program? Well, I have no clue, so I'm going to go with the most off-the-wall one, and that would be watching a military documentary program. Okay. Uh, Wolf Queen. The second one. Okay, if I'm watching the New Japan show, okay? Yeah. Okay, and John. So Gerard and Wolf Queen say uh, New Japan and... Heavy Metal says a military program. Let's see what John has to say. John also says New Japan. So whoever, and like you said, everyone sometimes may have said the same thing. So if there's if there's more responses to an answer than another, I take the one with the I take the answer that's gotten the most that is, that's been said the most, and go with that answer. All right. And, so, and then we find out if it's right or wrong later. Okay. All right. All right. But like I said, I mean, I'm not doubting what anybody, I'm not doubting what anybody says on here. So don't, I was gonna let y'all know about that. Gerard knows that. I, I don't, I don't do that. Question number two: Who designed the trademark logo for the NWO? Was it Craig Leathers, Terry Taylor, Scott Hall, or Eric Bischoff? Gerard. Terry Taylor. Terry Taylor. Heavy metal. I agree with that. Terry Taylor. Uh, Wolf Queen? Terry Taylor. Right, and John? John also says Terry Taylor. Okay. Question number three. A showdown between Kevin Nash and Scott Hall, the Outsiders, and a third partner against three of WCW's representatives was scheduled for Bash at the Beach. Who were the WCW representatives? Uh, Gerard, do I even need to give you any choices? No, you don't, my friend. It's <laughs> Macho Man, Randy Savage, Lex Luger, and Sting. Okay, heavy metal. Um, that doesn't seem right to me, but he seems to be the authority on it. So I'm going to throw my hat in the ring with him. I'm going with that. Okay. okay. Well, I was the same. Okay, and John. And John says the same thing. And before we go any further, um, Gerard, I'm not sure if you told Heavy Metal and Wolf Queen this, but from time to time, we have an insect that pops in here to the studio uh, sometimes, and it's got writing on it. And a lot of times it goes to either Gerard or sometimes it goes to me. But but tonight, I think he's going over there to GTS. Uh, I think he's... Back there, GTS. You see him coming over there? Yes, I see it. It's crawling on my leg as we speak. It tickles a little bit. <laughs> it says on one side, she could be from Orlando, 
Fuck you, Roman. And on the other side, it says TBWBWA, the black widow bitch with attitude. Yes. And of course, this could only mean, of course, one happy attitude duo from Attitude Radio. Also, of course, the host of WWUS Women's Revolution and TNA Main Event. She's also, of course, part of the NWO Madness Kingdom from Wrestling Debate. She is, of course, the first 2015 Hall of Famer. She is also known as the Black Widow, but we all know her as Miss MLD. She is the one and the only, the lovely, lovely Michelle Lynn Dodds to join us. Michelle, welcome to number 93. I'm about to poop my pants. Um, I had a question. What an interest. Hey, that's a TMI, my friend. Hold on, let me finish. I just had a freaking markout moment, like, times possibly three on freaking TNA. I about shit myself. Like, Ooh. not literally, but, like, kind of, sort of. Mm. Um, oh, my. Yeah, can I just say it? Because, I mean, like, this isn't a TNA show, but uh, Matt Morgan is back. Uh. And and Chris Adonis, aka Chris Masters, is on TNA. They know they called himself Chris Adonis. Well, he can't call himself Chris Masters, right? He was called Isn't that his real name? Mordetsky. Chris Adonis is his real name. Where did Mordetsky come from? So that was a stage name too. I don't know, but I about pooped my pants because, like, really, Matt Morgan, like, big, sexy-ass Matt, Matt Morgan and freaking Chris Adonis? Holy shit. There's, there's some more power in TNA, literally. Uh, yeah, and there's there's one more to make an appearance, and I'm not 100% sure, so I'm not going to say until I know because that's how they ended it, of course. They had to piss me off to leave me in suspense until next week. But I get the feeling that it is (laughs) y'all are going to like be totally freaking shocked. Um, Bobby Roode. Oh, I wouldn't say Bobby Roode's coming back. Uh, damn sure look like him, but I could be like I said. I'm I, I'm not saying that's a hundred percent sure, but they will announce it next week. But the the things they were saying and stuff like that, I don't know who the hell else it would be. But yeah, so Matt perform. Morgan is Adonis. Yeah, holy shit, holy shit. I mean, Gerard, he could perform on two on two set two separate organizations at the same time anyway, right? No. I uh, I don't well the way he was talking he, he's not gonna go back he's but uh, anything can happen I guess but I I don't think so. Well, wow my goodness, uh, Michelle we're right in the middle of a wrestling uh, some wrestling trivia here. Uh, we're talking about uh, uh, the NWO and its path of dominance in WCW. We've already gone through uh, three questions already, so. We'll let you come in on number four here. Uh, it's, of course, uh, Gerard, John, uh, 
And, of course, their friends from Texas here, Heavy Metal and the Wolf Queen, uh, have, are on here tonight with us. So. Yes. So, all right, uh, Gerard, <laughs> I'll go back here. Let's go to number four. By 1997, the NWO had become powerful to a point that they had their, had their own pay-per-view entitled Sold Out. I guess I remember that very well. The first ladder match in WCW took place at the 1997 edition of this event. Who were the participants? Uh, do you need choices, Gerard? Uh, X-Pac and Guerrero. Okay. Uh, MLD. Wait, I'm sorry. Can you repeat the question? Sold out pay-per-view? Yes, sold out. 1997 was the first ladder match in WCW took place at the 97 edition of this event. Who were the one, two that who took part in the match? And Gerard said uh, X-Pac, or of course he was called Six, and, uh, and of course Eddie Guerrero. That's what he said. That's what Gerard said. Um... um... Sorry, I'm still stuck on that TNA shit. Um, uh, I'm gonna say uh, Kevin Nash. Okay, well let me go ahead and give the other choices anyway. Uh, Six and Guerrero were one of the choices, but the other three choices are was it uh, DDP and Jeff Jarrett, Benoit and Jericho, or Masahiro Chono and Buff Bagwell. And of course, like I said, Six and Guerrero. Oh, those are the choices? Oh, well, then I had a damn dumb, dumb moment. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have to go. Yeah. Shit, can you say it again, Chad? What were the... I have no idea. <laughs> I'm so not, not with it yet. You want to need the choices again? Yes, I'm sorry. That's okay. Well, the choices, okay. The first ladder match in WCW took place at the 97 edition of Sold Out. The participants The participants were the following. Were the DDP and Jeff Jarrett, Six and Eddie Guerrero, Benoit and Jericho, or Masahiro Chono and Buff Bagwell? Oh, I'm going to agree with Gerard. Yeah. Okay. All right, so far we have two for Six and Eddie Guerrero. Uh, heavy metal. Um... I'm in that boat, too. That's what I'm thinking is. Me, too. All right. Wolf Queen. Right. <laughs> I'm going to go with what uh, GTS says. Okay. And John? <laughs> <laughs> Gerard, Matt Morgan, Gerard. Matt Morgan. I know that name. The Carbon yeah, yeah. Footprint. Yes. Okay. And John says the same thing. So everybody's it's a straight line across for six and eighty Guerrero. Okay. Question number five. Who did Hulk Hogan defeat to win the WCW World Title at Road Wild in 1997? Uh, Gerard, do I even need to give choices here? You do, because I. Kind of forget on this one. Okay, that's no problem. I'll read them off. Uh, like I said the question is who did Hulk Hogan defeat to win the world title at Road Wild '97? Was it the Giant, Scott Steiner, Randy Savage, or Lex Luger? Uh, 
Ugh, Lex Luger. Ugh. Sorry. The Giant. Okay, MLD. Uh, I'm going to say uh, Randy Savage. Say yeah, Randy Savage. Heavy metal. My brain's telling me Steiner. You're saying Steiner. Okay. Yeah. Wolf I'm going to go with Troy. Or heavy metal. You're going to go with you're going to go with Steiner. So uh-huh. GTS, GTS says the Giant, uh, MLD says Randy Savage, uh, Heavy Metal and the Wolf Queen say Scott Steiner, and John says he's going to break one in somebody's tie here. Uh, he's going. John's going along with Gerard. He's seeing the Giant. Oh my God, we have a tie. <laughs> we have a tie. We have a tie between okay, okay. Let me let me reiterate this. Okay, let me reiterate this here. Okay, uh, Gerard and John say the giant. Michelle says Randy Savage, and Heavy Metal and Wolf Queen says Steiner. All right, so now it's coming down to the giant or Steiner. Uh, MLD, are you satisfied with what you said, or do you want to change your answer? Um, I'll you could break the tie. Hmm. Uh, no, I'm going to stick with my answer because I don't really freaking remember. Okay. All right. Uh, hey. Ow! Ow! Uh-oh. Ouch. Ooh. Get a gas. <laughs> no! Okay. Uh, Gerard, I'll let you speak for you and John. Pick a number between 1 and 10. Number 7. Okay. Uh, heavy metal. I'll, I'll, I'll let you pick on behalf of you and Wolf Queen between one and ten. Whoever has the highest number breaks the tie. Six. You say six. Well, believe it or not, the number was nine. Nice job, Gerard. Yeah, I know these these are kind of hard to pick sometimes. So Gerard and John, we're going along with what you said, and we're going to say the giant. But we'll okay. check. We'll check these answers. We'll check these answers here in a little while. Okay. <laughs> All right. Question number six. Question number six. At Uncensored 1997, who dropped from the rafters after the main event and wiped out four members of Team NWO? Gerard, do I even need to give an answer? Choices here. Sting. MLD. Sting. Yeah. Heavy metal. Sting. Uh, Wolf Queen. Sting. John also says Sting. All the way across from Sting. Yes, indeed. Question number Yay, seven. One. <laughs> Question number seven. At Spring Stampede 97, who was expelled from the NWO? Gerard, do you need choices for this? Uh, yes. Okay, who was expelled from the NWO at Spring Stampede 97? Was it Jeff Jarrett, Scott Steiner, Nick Patrick, or Bret Hart? What was the last one? Bret Hart. Oh. I'm going to have to pass on this one. going to pass, okay. MLD. Okay, what were the choices one more time? Choices were Jeff Garrett, Scott Steiner, Nick Patrick, or Bret Hart. Uh, 
just to rename, just to say the question again, at Spring Stampede in '97, who was expelled, or in other words, kicked out, of course, from the NWO? I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna say Steiner. I'm gonna say Steiner. Heavy metal. I'm gonna say Bret Hart. Bret Hart. Wolf Queen. Yeah, I'm gonna say Bret Hart because that's what keeps popping into my head. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Gerard passed. Michelle, you said Steiner, and Heavy Metal Wolf Queen said Bret Hart. John is saying Nick Patrick. But since we have two people, uh, we, since we have two with the same answer, we go along with whatever that answer is, and we're going to say Bret Hart. We'll check it all shortly here in a little bit, because some of these I, I, I may or may not know either. So there you go. Question number eight. At the 1998 Great American Bash, the Wolfpack suffered when Randy's – and this is a true or false question, by the way. Let me rephrase that. This is true or false. Okay, true or false. Let me ask this again. At the 1998 Great American Bash, the Wolfpack suffered when Randy Savage and Rick Rude deserted them for the Hollywood faction. Gerard. We lose it? Uh... False. False. Okay. MLD. False. Heavy metal. False. Wolf Queen. False. John. John also says faulty. False. <laughs> he says false too. Okay. Everyone says false. Okay. Question number nine. At World War Three in November 1998, why was Scott Hall evicted from the NWO Hollywood faction? Uh, Gerard, do you want me? Do you remember this, or do you want me to give you choices? Choices. Yes, sir. Was it A? He helped the rival Kevin Nash win the World War III Battle Royal. B? He had disrespected Hulk Hogan and Eric Bischoff a few weeks earlier. C? He broke Horace Hogan's leg. Oh, yeah. Or D? He had poured alcohol over Scott Steiner's head. <laughs> I'm going to say A. He helped Kevin Nash. Okay. MLD. A. Heavy metal. A to the best of my knowledge. Okay. Wolf Queen. A. And John also says A. Okay. And the final question. Then we'll get then we'll run down the answers. Number ten. Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage began to fall out by 1998. This led to a steel cage match between the two at Uncensored in March of 98. How did Hulk Hogan win? Gerard, do you need choices for this one? Yes. Okay. Was it A, by escape, B, by forfeit, C, by pinfall, or D, he didn't win, he lost by pinfall? Oh, we said this before. I can't remember the answer. I'm going to have to pass. Don't pass, okay? MLB. I'm going to say forfeit. I'm going to say forfeit. Heavy metal. I'm 
I, I don't know. I'm going to have to pass. I'm going to pass, okay? Wolf Queen. I'm going to say escape. You're going to say escape. And John? John says forfeit. So, uh, see, Michelle, you, I say, Michelle, you and John, I think both said forfeit. So we'll go along with that right there. Now let's run it down. Let's let's, let's go down through the, all the answers and see how we did here, folks. Question number one: uh, <clears throat> Where did Eric Bischoff gain inspiration for the NWO? It was, in fact, from watching a New Japan Pro Wrestling show. Yay! Yeah. So, <laughs> Eric Bischoff had watched incidents of wrestlers jumping ship from one company to another and creating chaos in Japan. He decided that if he were to implement a similar angle in the USA on WCW's weekly television show, Monday Nitro, it would lead to an increase in television ratings and greater financial success. He had Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, and later Hulk Hogan spearhead this this angle on camera. The storyline was one of the most revolutionary in wrestling history, and it led to a change in the way pro wrestling was promoted on TV in America. Question number two, who designed the logo for the NWO? Now, let's see. Everybody said Terry Taylor that was on here, right? Yes. Yes. That's right. Well, believe it or not, folks, the answer was Craig Leathers. Wow. Wow. He acted as TV director for WCW, and he's largely credited for creation of the logo. The ideas for the NWO's trademark hand signals were presented by Scott Hall. Now, Terry Taylor was chief booker for WCW at the time, and he came up with the NWO's most popular catchphrase, and we hear you are say this all the time, when you're NWO, you're, N- you're NWO what, Gerard? For life. And it's actually X-Pac that came up with the two sweet symbol. Okay, all right. Because he got Terry it from Taylor. a... He was over in uh, Turkey, and it's a Turkey maf- mafia symbol. That's where he got it from. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, I remember you talking about that. The hand signals? Is that right? <laughs> yeah, the, the hand two sweet signal. Yeah, that's where okay. I came from. Okay. Terry Taylor presented this idea on Monday, Nitro, in late 1996. So, oh, okay. Oh, my goodness. Number three. <laughs> Who were, the w, who were the WCW representatives at Bash at the Beach against the Outsiders? It was, in fact, Sting, Randy Savage, and Lex Luger. We all, we all know what happened after that, too. Yes. Question number four. Uh, who were the participants in the first ladder match at WCW that sold out? It was, in fact, Six and Eddie Guerrero. The ladder match was contested for the United States Championship. Six, who had competed in the WWF as the 1-2-3 kid, was the cruiserweight representative of the NWO. Eddie Guerrero was, however, successful in retaining his championship when he struck six with the belt while both men were on the ladder. Masahiro Chono had defeated Chris Jericho earlier that evening while Chris Benoit was not on the card. Jared and Buff Bagwell both competed in singles matches prior to the ladder match and both won their respective matches. DDP, though, lost to Scott Norton by countout. Okay, question number five. Uh, let's see here. Who did Hulk Hogan defeat to win the world title at World War 97? Let's see, I think... Um, 
Then we decided on the giant. Is that right? Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Believe it or not, the answer was Lex Luger. I wanted it, right? <laughs> okay, this is the one where Luger defeated Hogan to win the title on Nitro a few days before Road Wild. His, lane, his reign lasted a mere five days. Dennis Rodman, in a steam costume, appeared at the match and struck Luger with a baseball bat. Hulk Hogan pinned him and was, was declared the new champion. The Giant pinned Randy Savage prior to the main event with a choke slam. Scott Steiner teamed up with his brother Rick and defeated the Outsiders by DQ in a tag contest for the tag team titles. Okay. Wait a minute, Gerard. What, it, was, it was 96 whenever he wrestled the Giant then, right? Yeah, I guess you're right there. But that was the one where I think the Booty Man came out there. It used to be Brutus Beefcake with a birthday cake and everything. And he turned his back on Brutus Beefcake, I think. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm guessing here. I'm guessing here. All right, let's see here. Number six, uh, Uncensored 97, who dropped from the Raptors and wiped out Team NWO. It was, in fact, Sting, of course. Question number seven, who was expelled at, from, at Spring Stampede 97? Who was expelled from the NWO? Uh, I think, Gerard, I think you passed on this one. And everybody else said um, Bret Hart, with the exception of John. Well, believe it or not. I said, John, I said Steiner. You said Steiner, and I think Heavy Metal Wolf Queen, I think you said Bret Hart. Okay. Yeah. Well, believe it or not, John was right. It was Nick Patrick. Oh, wow. Damn. Remember, he, remember he, was, he, he, he acted as the NWO's only referee, remember. At the Spring 7B event, DDP defeated Randy Savage in a no-DQ match. Nick Patrick, who acted as the NWO's own referee, counted Page's pinfall on Savage. Kevin Nash saw this and was infuriated. He proceeded to powerbomb Nick Patrick, leading to his expulsion from the end, from, from the group. So, and of course, Bret Hart wasn't a part of it until him and Jeff Jarrett did NWO 2000, I believe. Is that right, Gerard? Uh, yeah, that's right. And Bret Hart right. was a part of that. Right, that's right. Uh, number eight, Great American Bash, Wolfpack Seven, when Randy Savage. <laughs> Derivin from the Hollywood faction. Everyone was correct. It was false. Randy Savage only left Wolfpack once he got injured. It was actually Kurt Henning and Rick Rude who defected to the Hollywood faction at the Great American Bash. Yep. Other defectors to the Hollywood faction from the Wolfpack included Scott Hall and Miss Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. Number nine, at World War III in November 98, why was Scott Hall evicted from the NWO Hollywood faction? Um, I think everyone said because he helped Kevin Nash win the Battle Royal. Everyone, everyone said that. Was that right? Um, okay. I believe so. Okay, well, the correct answer oh, yeah. was he had disrespected Hogan and Bischoff a few weeks earlier. Mm. After being evicted from Hollywood, Scott Hall turned to the Wolfpack and his old friend Kevin Nash, who accepted, who accepted him back. World War III would have a 60-man battle royal each year, and the winner would get a world championship opportunity the following month. Scott Hall won it in 97, and Kevin Nash won it in 98. Hall helped Kevin Nash win the WWE world title the following month at Starcade, 
by uh, shocking the champion of the town, Goldberg, with a cattle prod. I think we all remember that. Allowing Kevin Nash to hit his jackknife powerbomb for the win. That was a sneaky thing there. Scott Hall came in dressed as a security guard and did that. <laughs> and number 10, how did Hulk Hogan win the match between him and Savage in the steel cage? It was by forfeit. Yeah, everyone had that correct. The disciple, who was, of course, wrestled as Brutus Beefcake in the WWF, arrived and knocked the referee out. Sting interfered on Savage's behalf. A Savage turned and attacked him. Savage proceeded to spit at Hogan and then left the ring. Thus, Hogan was awarded the match by forfeit. So out of the average score, it was 5 out of 10. Y'all got six of them, 6 out of 10 right. We beat the average. Hey, let me tell you something. Like I said, we have some, we have some very intelligent folks here who know their wrestling here, of course, on our, on our show here. Uh, and John is saying here he will talk to everyone later, uh, and he wishes good night to everyone, of course, including you, Heavy Metal, and to you, Wolf Queen. Well. <laughs> good night to you, sir. Good night. Good, good night. Yeah, good night there, John. Oh. Thank you very much, sir. Oh. And we'll talk to you here oh. tomorrow night. I know who it is. I know who it is. I know who it is. Oh, my God. And I think Michelle is wanting to say something here. Let's go ahead and see what she's got to say. Oh my God! The, uh, the okay, so they're having they're uh, they had to have teams against uh, Jeremy Barash and Josh Matthews. They had to pick four competitors on each team, and whatever team wins, then they get the best commentator award or some bullshit like that. I don't know what the hell it is, but the fourth person. For Jeremy Barash's team is Magnus. Magnus. Yep. He was married to Mickey James. He, yeah, they're still married. Still yeah. Is. Wow. Oh wow! I'm over here having like a fangirl freaking moment. I was like, holy poop. Holy poop. My goodness, indeed. <laughs> yeah, that does sound like a... Oh, wow. Uh, my goodness, my indeed. My heart's racing. Oh, I'm, <laughs> sure. I'm sure. Uh, folks, before we go, I have to I have to mention something. I'm sure everyone has probably heard about this. Or it's... Uh, sorry, it's not... It's non-wrestling related. But I got to throw it out there because... Uh, I was told earlier in the day by the Iceman, J.D., Jerry DiGiromo, and I actually heard about this when I got home today. We lost another celebrity, unfortunately. Um, one of the best, in my opinion, one of the best comedians of all time, Don Rickles. Yeah, that's horrible. At the age of 90. 90 years old. My goodness. Uh, uh, I was reading a story here earlier. Uh, um, was reading a lot, reading a whole lot about the uh, and um, the, the story of the New York Times and all that. Of course, how he always made fun of everybody. Of course, even even the late Frank Sinatra. Of course, right there, he dared to get, <laughs> dared, dared to get in Sinatra's face sometimes, and out there came on shows like. Uh, 
Johnny Carson back in the day, and then of course he came on later with David Letterman, and all told all these great stories and stuff. Um, that was, of course, they did a special on him. I think not too long ago with some of your big time celebrities like Robert De Niro and Martin Scorsese and David Letterman and a lot of other folks came on. But truly, like I said today, I, I, I do believe it was of uh, I'm not mistaken here. Let me let me read what that was. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, kidney failure, sadly, was the cause. Uh, he died. He died in his home in L.A. He was 90 years old. But like I said, he was never he was never afraid to take on anybody. Um, but a great comedian, of course. Uh, we lost so many great ones there over time and. And I'm surprised he lasted on as long as he did. Uh, well, folks, right at the late hour, we actually have kind of a uh, uh, a an extra uh, another uh, uh, an extra uh, arrival here with us. If I'm not saying this is our own, of course, Iceman and stuff. JD Jerry Geraldo is joining us here. Uh, JD, welcome here. 93 of uh, Wolfpack. Yeah, I just come on for a couple of seconds. I wanted to tell you guys there were three uh, big names returning tonight, and you'll definitely uh, hear about from Michelle with her TNA summary tomorrow. I okay. already did it, JD. Oopsie. I know. <laughs> I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Good night, guys. Bye. Have a great night there, JD. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do what we do. We do glad to hear from him, but I mean, we hate to hear. We, uh, of course, I get speeches here sometimes when we are here, folks, when we have this happen here. But on that note, here, folks, uh, let's uh, Gerard, Michelle, Heavy Metal, Wolf Queen. If y'all have something you'd like to add before we close oh, up, oh, good. I have totally enjoyed my time here tonight. <laughs> oh, well, well, thank you very much, sir. Uh, GTS, sir, any thoughts there, sir? Nope. MLD. Um, I'm thrilled about the uh, three big returns to uh, TNA. I'm I'm hoping that <clears throat> that will bring TNA back up a little bit, and hopefully it'll uh, not sink. I'm hoping it'll stay afloat now, but we'll see. I, I just I don't know. I'm excited that those three are back, though. They're they're three of my favorites. Well, well not so much Chris Masters, but I like him. He's okay. Okay. Well, well, like I said, I mean, anything I'm sure unexpected in TNA, I'm sure would be a twist for them. So let's hope that uh, let's hope that um, you know that that can that that kind of, that kind of <coughs> up TNA a little bit here. Uh, on that no, note, here, TNA addict. <clears throat> well, there, there you go. I, I'm, there you go. There as well. On that note, there, I want to thank everyone for joining us here tonight for episode 93 of Wolfpack. Of course, like I said, through our live video feed on NWO US Forever for Life, uh, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash NWO US for Life. You can go back and watch tonight's uh, show. And of course, you can catch it on talkshoe.com here as well. Uh, <clears throat> like I said, I do want to thank everyone for popping on here tonight. And, uh, 
GTS MLD, if y'all can stay on for a little bit, I wanted to talk for a couple minutes out there. So, uh, uh, GTS, let's get home, my friend. This has been another episodic episode of WCWUS Wolfpack. Players in the game are as the following. Chad Boss, Hinshaw, the very classy lady, MLD, John the Human Suplex Machine. We had a pop-in by JD the Iceman. And we have our two special guests. Heavy metal and the Wolf Queen. Oh. Ow! Oh. And last but not least, King MBO GTS. Have a great night. Have a great tomorrow. God bless. <laughs> See you in the ring.